Hey, hey, welcome to the Vagicine Podcast. It's tired Vanessa here. <laughs> and Paris. <laughs> I'm so exhausted. Um, fed and full. Fed, full, and now ready to go to bed. But this is what we do to ourselves when we are not prepared. Um, <laughs> so anyway, welcome to another episode of the Vagicine Podcast. Welcome. Thanks for being here. So to get into it, if you would like to contribute to Vagicine, you could do that a myriad of ways. You can contribute for free. So what you can do is comment, post, repost on your social media, all the episodes that you love, leave comments behind, and also rate the podcast, especially if you are an Apple podcast listener. So whatever platform you're on, that SoundCloud, there's a way to rate, there's a way to comment. So let us know what you think about the episodes. You can follow Vagisim on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I respond to DMs, maybe not in a timely manner, but I do <laughs> read them and I do eventually respond. Um, also, you can email Vagisim at vagisim at gmail.com. Send all of your questions, comments, thoughts. We love to hear them. And you can also tr- uh, contribute monetarily. So we have a PayPal link and a Patreon link on the website at vagisim.com. Your coins go towards hosting events. So speaking of events, I'm hosting one with uh, Miss Vixen Magazine in New York. So for all the folks who are in New York, I will be there on November 24th uh, doing a workshop called Affirming Our Sex Lives. So this is the second amazing event that me and Miss Vixen are putting on. And I'm super excited. And we're able to put on that type of event because of folks' donations and folks' love offerings. So send your donations even if they're as small as five dollars i even get donations that are as small as one dollar a month and i'm cool with that because it goes towards keeping the website up keeping the platform for the podcast up and again making sure that we bring you some dope content and all this is for free and it is a one woman show so boop coins are helpful and when you're listening to the podcast on social media make sure you're using hashtag vagisteam and hashtag podden hashtag podden is p-o-d-i-n is the hashtag that folks use to talk about podcasts that they're currently listening to so you can find other people who enjoy the podcast and have a conversation about it and i get to see it as well exactly and make sure you go to that live event um I went to the first one in New York City, and uh, those two are a ball of energy, so um, it should be a good time. We broke out you the guys. chorus of We Are Living Single. I mean... Yes. Wow. Yes. And a, Quality. And a hipster bar. There was a girl outside talking about how she was leaving her hipster boyfriend, and this is when I was I was outside minding my business. Just waiting. It was like in between breaks, and she was just like, "I'm just over this." And I was like, "Oh wow, you got black excellence in a building with white people problems outside. This is a great day to be American." It's a great metaphor. It's oh my god, <laughs> it was awesome. So yeah, make sure make sure you guys head out to New York. Uh, it should be a great time. So yes, and tell your friends who are in New York. Um, you can RSVP 
um, link is in my Instagram and you can also um, go to Miss Vixen magazine and you can get the link there. Don't you also have something going on in in Baltimore? Yeah. um, I don't know if I'm still doing that. Oh, all right. All right. All right. (laughs) Every day is a holiday in Baltimore. Every day is a holiday. Every meal is a feast. (laughs) So definitely look out for that and you'll see the links for the event on my on my instagram so please sign up we are taking rsvps you cannot just show up on the day you need to rsvp because we have space requirements and we are starting on time so please 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 get your ticket let us know that we're that you're coming so that we can also make sure that we have enough materials for everybody and that you know Everything is just prepared. So anyway, that is all the good stuff at the beginning. We're getting into that. Um, I got to let y'all know. So commenting always helps. Letting other people know about the podcast always helps. Telling your friends about the podcast always helps. And just joining in on conversations. So when I ask y'all a question on social media, I love the conversation that we have. Keep it going. So Paris, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Enjoying this rain. Yeah. Relaxing. Summer rain. No, it's not a summer. It's, it's fall, like man. Fall. It's the nasty like rain. A, it's like a fall. I'm cold. <laughs> it's a fall rain. So before we jump into our part two episode. So this is a part. This is a second part episode from a conversation that Paris and I, and I quickly yeah. Had because, last plane to Paris. You know, because I had to jump on the <laughs> last plane to Paris. Because I, <laughs> I lose my I lose my car keys and then I can't get inside of my house and then I can't get my materials to then come over to Paris's house and then I then have to get on planes and then we have thirty minutes to record episodes before I drive all the way to DC. Yes. Which I made it by the way. Thank you very much. Um, so anyway, before we jump into talking more about orgasms and we have really great feedback from y'all who participate in the conversation on social media y'all clearly have a lot of um thoughts on orgasms i wanted to read a listener letter um and just not it's not even a letter it's just kind of like a comment back to uh our malik yoba episode so the Malik Ep- Yoba, the Malik Yoba episode was a few weeks ago, and basically, I mean, I'm really proud of the title. It's called Malik Yoba's Fighting for His Life, <laughs> y'all. Um, <laughs> I personally cackled as I was um, typing it because it was reminiscent of R. Kelly's Fighting for I'm His Life. life. So, um, so I actually had a friend. I actually had a coworker. <laughs> actually, I gave her. Um, I was asking her, uh, what do you call those? Like, um, the question is just to see, like, exactly, because she's younger. Like, yeah. what would you like to hear? Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So she was like, wait, so what is this? Because she doesn't have social media. Oh, wow. Like, she's like the only 20, 21-year-old person who doesn't have social media. I think she's a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up, Jordan? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 but she, so she was like, uh, She's like, oh, what's the name of it? So I was like, uh, it's Vagistine. So I spelled it out. And she was just smitten <laughs> by the titles. She was like, oh, my God. I love these titles. 
Oh, she just kept saying them out loud. And I was like, yeah, yes, yeah. Just listen to one, though. Just <laughs> like, you, I, I love that you love the, the titles. Help. Yeah. We need those metrics. You yeah, just get your SoundCloud up. Like, oh my yeah, so, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's funny that you just said something about like the titles because she loves the titles. I, well, you know what? She said, Jordan, Jordan, shout out to you because I take pride. If the title's not is not like is not really clever, that's because I was sleep. I like was tonight, tired. It might just be like, yo, part two, what right. do you do? It was literally <laughs> or it's literally like I need to throw this shit up right now <laughs> or like I couldn't think of the clever thing that we said on the episode, so I can't like <laughs> type it or it's like a two AM edit session, so thank you though. I really take pride. I sit on them for a few moments and I'm like, what? What should this episode be named? So Malik Yoba fighting for his life was hilarious. So we got a um, comment from Sartorial Gazelle. Sartorial Gazelle, I apologize. And they say, hello, I was listening to the Malik Yoba episode. Great conversation. Go us. Am I right? Um, I think <laughs> I think you all did a great job of discussing who black men specifically don't experiment with their sexuality. I also think there is another element that is root cause of this that y'all didn't discuss. I think that there are a lot of black men willing to express themselves sexually, possibly with other men, but they've done it in silence, which is why in the 90s and early 2000s, before culture shifted, there was almost there was almost a fear of women being caught in relationships with black men who are on the DL. Admitting you're bisexual or that you want to be sexually explorative with a man or wanting to be penetrated by a woman puts another man in a position where he significantly diminishes the volume of his dating pool, which is also why we probably see a lot of men uh, who want to have sexual relationships with trans women under the guise of secrecy. Because black women, albeit have changed the rhetoric around expectance of trans women, don't really want their men to be the crusader of sexual exploration, y'all are claiming that black men in general have the license to execute. We see a visceral reaction to black men being publicly outed as gay. I think that's because we see the interactions and they are are contradictions. We all know that black women, we we all know black women who are best friends with gay men, but the moment their partner shows any signs of being effeminate, she's immediately turned off. This is a form of covert homophobia that I think gets swept under the rug. Talk about it, King. <laughs> Men usually are the ones reacting publicly uh, to being associated with homosexuality. I have gay friends who have decided they also want to be sexually explorative. They've wanted to try to be with a woman. They are bi-curious, if you will. And although they are dope individuals and strike out opportunities to date because they they don't meet the standards of masculinity expected by black women... And sorry, that was that was a run on for me. Uh, Women are sing women who are single uh, that they have dear friendships with have told me that they are wait. Okay, sorry. Talking about these men, women who are single and that they have friendships with these folks say that they're gay and question if they'll have the discipline to be monogamous with a woman, knowing they have an attraction to men as well. As if being physically attracted to both biological sexes has anything to do with promiscuity. Now, maybe they just aren't attracted to their friends, which is also a possibility. But that begs the question, are they not attracted to these men because they don't think this is how a man is supposed to think or act? 
I don't know. I just think we will never, ever reach real conclusions about this stuff if we don't acknowledge the part that everybody plays in perpetuating homophobia in our community and have genuine conversations about the roots, causes, and reactions to the LGBTQIA people. One form of homophobia isn't more pervasive than the other. In fact, one is subtle, and the other is a reaction to understanding those subtle nuances. But that's just my opinion. I love that. And uh, my friend here apologized for the typos. They were going through customs like a real bitch like me does because <laughs> sometimes you So this you is got, a woman. Sometimes, no, 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 this no. Is a I'm, man, just, right? I'm just, I'm assuming, I don't, I don't want to assume this person's, I'm, I don't want to assume this, this person's, person's uh, gender, but from the pictures. What this person identifies as. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming that this, per, this person is, is, in my opinion, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to classify. Well, I just like the I'm fact going, that they. Were just, I want to say that for they, once somebody they, called out. They seem these to present, black women out here. They seem to present as as a man. So yeah. that's I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want, but I don't want to make any assumptions. Um, sartorial gazelle, I we appreciate you uh, reaching out. And sartorial I'm sorry. splendor, you uh, know sartorial. Sartorial no, no. gazelle. My my teacher in uh, high school used to always compliment us on our sartorial splendor. Uh-oh. Means that we we I was dress like, well. That was not the name. So sartorial is like I think it's dressing <laughs> so uh i'm sorry if i'm misgendering you not my intention paris of course is ignorant sometimes what do you do, baby um but um no i love that i, I was, really love that and i really appreciate um you he, taking that the person time. thought that out and just walking through customs and and wrote me. You need a Pulitzer. And Jesus. wrote me. I love it. And I love the, <laughs> and I love being able to write such great thoughts while going through customs yeah. because customs is like Put your you phone away. If you don't put, put that phone away. Put your phone away. We will arrest you if you got your phone. So one, I appreciate you putting your life. Unless you got on the, the passport line. app thingy. The one that like <laughs> You know, unless I have this, then it's we cool. I can play Mario Kart. We putting it out there and, and risking getting yelled at, but also just really sharing these thoughts. One, I always just love hearing folks' thoughts on episodes and what we say, but I also do feel that it was pertinent um, to talk about this as well because of what has happened this week in... Um, pop culture. In pop culture. Um R&B artist Tank. I, I Tank. Love, this is my... Exp, exp, uh, I, I listened to this other podcast. Um, on the Kings on of race. R&B? No, on race. And they have this thing called, like, the explanatory comma. Like, because, like, if me and you are using, like, slang language, like, people may not understand it. And so um, they're always like, should we be explaining pe- to people, like, what that is? Or should you just know, like, maybe this ain't for you? Or maybe you need to do your own research. But I'm going to do the explanatory... Uh, comma here. So Tank, R&B singer, um, known for hits such as. Oh, you was waiting for me. So, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. I like. He, I, he got some smashes, but I can't think of them. Like he's one of those. Oh yeah. Something about making love. But anyway, now, uh, he gonna put it down featuring Joe Button. What song is that? Uh, it's it's like a I, yeah. So this. Tank, uh, uh, comma, R&B singer known for Take Your Panties Off anthems yes. or Take You Down anthems um, has sparked some debate. So um, Tank was on a <laughs> podcast where he was promoting his new album, 
elevation. Yeah. So there was a conversation about men being liars or how many times does a man have to lie in order for him to be gay? So I'm going to read you the, a bit of the lie? transcripts. Lie? So it started off as a conversation about lying and then it evolved into where I'm trying to make this connection. So one of the hosts on the podcast shared her experience with dealing with the old flame who's a terrible liar. Uh, Tank chimed in and said he's not a liar. He just lied twice. To which one of the other um, hosts said, wouldn't that, make you, wouldn't that be enough to make you a liar? Tank then responds and says, so let's say a guy sucked a dick one time. Penis. That is such a left field like, <laughs> analogy. I mean, um, all right, go for it. And, um, and Tank says, let's just say twice. <laughs> and Tank said... <laughs> Do that make him gay? <laughs> so Tank said, uh, he sucked dick once, right? Tank then, said he did? Yeah. No, no, no. He's just giving oh, his okay. uh, example. So Tank says, this hypothetical him, he, he sucked a dick once, right? Then he's like, I'm not sure if I like it or not. Let me try it again. And then he says, you know what? It's not for me. Don't like the taste. See what I'm saying? He elaborated. It doesn't mean he's gay, he concluded. It just means that he sucked dick twice. The art of being gay. Hold on. You need to calm it down. I'm giving my news segment right now in my news voice. Thank you. So Tank is saying it means he sucked dick twice. The art of being gay is being gay. It's a continuous state of being, end quote. Absolutely. Go for it, Tank. So, just a wild analogy. Like, he just picked this. I like this, it. He just I like picked it. this time to be like, oh, I'm about to teach y'all something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like wait, two lies? Two lies? What if you suck dick twice to make you gay? You'd be like, wait, huh? You went from lying? No, that's two different things. But, I mean, no, it doesn't make you. I, but I'm like, you know what? Personally, Vanessa, me personally, I like the equation, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm always down for a sex and teaching somebody about sexuality equation. So I really, so the reason why I brought up Tank and why I wanted to bring up this um, listener comment is because, is because I feel that, again, what happened after he made this comment, oh, yeah. folks were roasted. dragging him, talking about, oh my gosh, I can't believe that he's gay. He didn't say, like, I suck dick twice, so thereby, da-da-da-da-da, which even if he did, Who cares? he should yeah. be able to have the, and, and the thing is, is that, it, one, there's a couple lessons here. One, the sexual acts that you like do not equate with your sexual orientation. So just because someone likes getting a booty hole leg and you happen to be a man and you happen to have a penis does not mean that makes you gay. Yeah. It means that just like anybody else who might like their booty hole leg, it feels good. So therefore, I'd like to have my booty hole leg. So there's that. Because I think we keep blurring the lines on that. And time and time again... We keep dispelling that, and time and time again, people are like, oh, wait, you did what? That makes you gay. Yeah. I think people put sexual acts, um, and it could be just the way that we were, uh, just not we as in just black people, but just people yeah. as a society, um, how we were raised just in um, like this Christian, like pilgrim, Puritan <laughs> culture, where like 
somehow sex is in the same category as like murder or like mm. a high crime. Mm. Like once a murderer, people will look at you as always a murderer mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it's like your sexual act is like, well, if I kissed a guy once, twice, if I kissed a guy two years in college and then realize like, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. It doesn't make me bi. It doesn't make me gay. I like women now. I'm straight. All right. Or vice versa. Right. Like if you, you know. Unless you're Andrew Caldwell and you are actually gay, Oh, yeah. Gay, you like sir. women's. <laughs> I like women's and I'm wearing this terrible outfit yeah. to prove to you that I like women's. But anyway. I'm delivered. <laughs> yeah. But um, no. But I think we are. I think we're conditioned, uh, and I really like the analogy that uh, Sartorial Gazelle mm-hmm. uh, used, where he was saying how we, uh, how you know, especially black women have the gay black best friend, and you guys are walking up and down the street, you know, doing like musicals together. But the moment that <laughs> your man says that you know he likes West Side Story, you're looking at him like super wild, and it kind of reminds me of like people in the north. When they were just like, oh, the people down in the South with segregation, this is crazy. You guys are so racist. And then as soon as they tried to do busting in Boston, it was like, <laughs> they got mad racist. And you're like, wait, but I thought you guys were, oh, no, you're just as bad. Yeah. It just wasn't at your front door, so mm. it's not a big deal. Mm. Um, we have to address like the front door issue. If right. you are if you are supportive of someone and the way that they live their life, are you really supportive or are you there just for entertainment? Mm. Because if I'm sitting around said gay woman, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm sitting around a gay woman like, yo, I like the way she do things. Yeah, I yeah. like the way she do things. And like my, my woman, like wears baggy jeans mm. and I'm sitting there like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, why you are you baggy we jeans? done, we done. It's like, well, no, That's gay. yeah. That's gay. And it's like, no, nothing's gay. Like being gay <laughs> is being gay. The moment someone tells you they're gay, they're gay. That's it. If you think they're gay and they say they're not gay, that's guess not, what? That's not your business. They're not gay because who cares? It's not your business. So, like, if Tank wants to make that <laughs> that wild analogy, <laughs> then let him make that wild analogy and let and 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 have a look in the mirror and question yourself on why you're questioning him at all. Right. Is it? Are you putting Tank's excuse my French dick in your mouth? No. Mm. Are you kissing Tank? No. So you shouldn't worry about if he has a penis in his mouth or not. And if you are, then maybe you guys should sit down and have a conversation and it may enhance your sexual life. The other thing that was bothering people, though, before we before I make my second point is mm-hmm. that uh, Tank, uh, I think Tank was approached to perform at Pride. Um, After this? I think I can't. I don't know what the timeline. Oh, see, these pride people jump on. But like. here's, but here's the thing, though. Um, does Tank not have gay fans? Does Tank not have people who want to bump and grind? Gay people who want to bump and grind to Tank music. I don't like, know if Tank knows. I'm just saying, pride checks are getting cashed. Okay. Yeah, but like we are. You think it's bad for your brand? He probably thinks it's bad for his brand. I so he, he saw I don't this. Think he cares. No, no. He's after this. I mean, these people probably came to him before, and I don't think he knew he was going to get the reaction that he was going to get. I think oh, he actually was this after. He, no, he performed at DC Black Gay Pride in 2017. Oh, nice. So Tank Ben Ben trying to let y'all know everybody's a okay with me because guess what. The pride check is going to uh It's to gonna clear. clear. You know it's gonna clear. <laughs> um, you know it's gonna clear. The other festivals, um 
you know, everybody's festival check. The festival checks is what is really speaking here, okay? And take it smart because guess what? Everybody likes to bump and grind to the slow music. So I don't, still, trying to question his sexuality, which again is nobody's business, is ridiculous. But the thing that I loved about the listener comment and I think something that that they're right we did not really get into i think you touched upon it around women not really giving leeway to um to men especially black men to explore their to explore their sexuality (laughs) because again if this shoe was on the other foot and you met a woman who was like, I was looking coochies in college and I was busting it wide open. You still doing it? Like- and <laughs> on spring break and I was making out with women. And then now they're like, I am married to a man with four kids. No one questions her quote unquote gayness because of those things. A lot of times for a lot of women, we see it as their exploratory phase or we let them be who they're going to be. It's like, oh, she's just trying to sell. Oh, she's so whatever. But if literally it happens to a man, a man and a man's he like, oh, like, life. wow. Like, oh, man, like I thought I was attracted to guys or maybe I wanted to try it out. Or maybe like, again, like in college, I was in my exploratory phase. Like so many of us are. And that is part of his history. Then it becomes like, oh, I, I'm looking at you funny. Like, what is you? Yeah. Like, and like, you, why? Why are you looking at me funny? Because men can't explore their sexuality. So, like, because which I believe is why men have high blood pressure and shit. Y'all and also like, why ah, men, I also why men don't share, things. also why men don't share their their Oof. most intimate secrets Oof. with. Oof. So, like, you're like sitting there wondering why Oof. you're sitting, like, you're sitting there wondering why you have um, all these men who are closed off who are closed off sexually and on the down low i think also and then the, not just and, off and then when you I find out they're gay closed off emotionally too though yes. i would say but the moment you find out somebody's gay or quote unquote on the down low the first thing you want to do is expose them call them names mm. if this person like, why can't you be honest with me yeah it's like, like well i can't be honest yeah. with you i can't yeah and sometimes people have to look in the mirror and say I want someone to be honest with me, but am I accepting of that honesty? And if you aren't, then maybe you shouldn't. And because everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people know that one lady who like continuously like goes out with like gay men. Like mm. you're like, wait, this is your second or third time. Like you've like, but when you have conversations with these people, generally they're like, you're very. You have a very abrasive personality. So it's something that you are attracting, you find attractive in that man. Maybe you do like gay men or what you think is gay men. Maybe that person was being on down low because they couldn't be open with you. Maybe if they could be open with you sexually, they wouldn't have to run off to a man, another woman or whatever it is because you have to open yourself up sexually. And that person has to be very communicative. That person has to communicate as well. It goes on both sides, but it's hard to communicate when you don't think as a whole that I'm not going to be receptive. And one of the problems I think we have in our community is we all have a very uh, like homogeneous thought. Mm. So like, I don't feel like white people as a whole all think as a collective sexually, right? So like, mm. white people just feel like, hey, 
I like to get, you know, a plug up my butt as a guy. You say it to a girl, she's going to accept it. But I feel like black men walk into a relationship and go, nah, man, black women don't like no stuff like that. And it's like, well, how about your black woman? Stop worrying about <laughs> black women and Stop just approach collect- your black yeah, woman. And if your black woman's category. a stand up black woman and let's say she goes, I'm not into that. You should have the you should. She should be stand up enough and you should have enough trust that she won't go around saying, hey, guess what? Khalil likes butt plugs, everybody. And then everyone makes fun of him. So I think we have a bunch of baggage that we have to just kind of like uncover before we fix, you know, Tank being able to say that and it not going viral for like three days. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly do believe, like in my heart of hearts, this is why a lot of men just have high blood pressure. Like they just can't have... We the, talked about some this. of the fun that they can't, they can't, can't explore. It's not the same, and I and I think I personally I just don't like the I don't like the um, the contradiction when it comes to who can explore, who can't explore. I've had women tell me like, "Oh, I fingered a girl, but." Yeah, girl, that wasn't for me. So, okay, well, I'm glad that you got that out of your system, or I'm glad that you got to be like, "Oh, great!" Like, try that. Okay. Cool. And the f- interesting thing is, it's it's interesting that the terms like DL, you know, you know, closeted, those things I feel heavily are cast upon men, right? Like mm-hmm. I've never heard a person say a like, woman or a "Oh, DL. woman's on the DL." Nah, they'd be like, and then, but then, but then, as a larger society, I do feel like we sexualize women who are into women as well. So rather yes. it being like a woman is just like. I'm genuinely into women, which of course we know those people, but I feel like, I feel like typically when that's brought up to a man, like, Ooh, threesome popping. Exactly. Like, oh, let me see you and your friend or whatever. And it's like, (laughs) what is wrong with you? So it's like, even the legitimacy of who I am, like, is a joke depending on who I'm talking to. Right. Like, so if I'm like, because even me as a, as a straight person, I remember, all through college, like, just being out with my girlfriends and dudes and, like, you know, just dancing in the circle. Like, not even, like, we grind on each other. Just, like, we're dancing in the circle. We have a ladies' night. Like, what's up? Without a doubt, always a dude coming over, like, hey, so why don't y'all kiss? <laughs> Nigga, if you don't get... <laughs> like, are you kidding? I mean, it'd be real hard if y'all just kiss. Like, <laughs> why don't you esteem I remember, this? like, we went to... <laughs> So, girl, so uh, going to college in, like, the Maryland, D.C. area, I remember going out. I think it was, like, we went because you had, like, your, your three top three clubs. It was, like, Love, Ibiza, and whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, And so I remember being at, I remember being at, like, Ibiza, and this dude, I was, like, dan- like just dancing with, like, one of my friends. I, this dude put his hand on my head and a, head and a hand on my friend's head and, like, tried to, like, get our faces together. And it was the weird. He was like, "Why don't y'all like, why don't y'all like kisses up?" You ain't know him enough. What anymore. are you? No, no. It was just a random stranger man who was just at the club. He's like, like, "Yo, yo, yo, watch this, yo. I'm about to make <laughs> these two girls kiss." Like, now I'm about to forcibly yeah. make these two girls kiss. So it's like <laughs> I, I feel like there's layers there. I feel like 
one being a queer woman or lesbian being a lesbian is performative for some people i do feel like you do have straight women who do take advantage of being able to explore their sexuality very openly and publicly whereas like for maybe two straight girls who wanted to perform for some men they can make out and it's like seen as hot but you know that but you're also just making fun of people's real life experience in my opinion when you do stuff like that if it's not a a pure curiosity you're basically make you're reinforcing the idea that like just all women just have these pillow talk parties and we just sit in our underwear and lick each other's coochies (laughs) and then like that is a world that i dream (laughs) (laughs) so it's like you're you're like but in in real world in the real world for who they are and how they present meanwhile you have people playing around with that identity if that makes sense yes so just not to go off the rails yeah i want to bring it back in but this kind of reminds me of a woman has ever come up to you at the club and forced you to kiss your friend is that what you're gonna no but she's grabbed my penis before and told me that i wanted you sexual harassment i went home with her anyway uh i'm easy Cheap date. (laughs) Um, But it reminds me of the lesbian, um, or so-called, because I don't know. Mm. Uh, Educate me if someone's out here listening. Uh, And once again, I'm speaking from experience, from what I see with my own eyes. Mm. Um, I don't really know too many uh, lesbian white couples. But um, Mm. one of the things I will say is it kind of, I've always been very fascinated at um the situation i don't know if you know these but you may because i know a couple Mm. where you have the quote-unquote lesbian woman who was straight and then she gets into a lesbian relationship but like she's been with this woman for 10 years but she also has like four kids in between like those years Mm. so like i'm not here to like the bash but i wonder if the constraints of once again society again because you like women she could be bi well because be bi, you yeah. like women she has to identify as quote unquote I'm a lesbian mm. but yet the there's oh, proof she, that you actually like men or, or maybe you, you like, like men those four times or you maybe just want to have kids so you were like I'm no, 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 no 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 I know the situations these oh, are you have your own yes yes okay. these are you just popped up when and you I were see, pregnant when I see that happen you got in an argument y'all broke up for a little bit and then you came back pregnant and it was like what is what hmm. what is hmm. are, are you calling you are you lesbian because that's what society feels or do you really feel that way and then every once in a while you like to have sex with men and i don't know what that category categorizes you as but as something like that's this, this is so off the re- like i've always been fascinated when i see that i'm like but i know you see how do I, you see it's funny the, how you see it that way whenever i see whenever i see that i i literally think all the time like oh, oh family planning. maybe they yeah maybe they just wanted some to have yes children, but some no no no, and no. boom like now now like, some of them nah. yeah so i think that <laughs> the thing i think <laughs> uh, 
Some of them, it's not. So what's I think, but the, I think what you're saying, though, they're part of what you're saying is very real. I do feel like we have like buy visibility day for a reason. A lot of people do sweep the buy thing, so a lot of people just see the rigid like you either gay, you straight. You that was me, like or that was me, like in college, mm-hmm. like I like. There's no way you could talk me into someone being bisexual. Yeah. I'd be like, no. You can't be bisexual. And they're like, yes, you can. I'm like, no. If you're a guy and you have sex with a girl right. and then you have sex with a guy, you're gay. And then it took like years of like, well, no, you could literally just, just have sex with guys and girls. The hell do it, yeah, do whatever you want. And sometimes people don't even call that bi. I'm yeah. just gender fluid. Like, whatever. Like, yes, just. Yeah. So, At the end of the day, I just came to the conclusion, are you happy? It's not anybody's <laughs> yes, damn are you happy? These labels are not benefiting anybody. And I think this is the labels, even as, even as like, and I think so, to, to speak on some of the points that were made, even as black women, we do ourselves a disservice when we put our views of men within a box as well. Because when a man, because I've... <laughs> I had a I had a partner in high school who just like refused to let me touch his neck, refused to let me touch his sides. <laughs> at all. It was just like, no, that don't, uh, that don't feel right, dog. Like it probably does. What is going? It on? It probably feels really good, and you're like, but uh. I know so many women too who are like, oh nah, he got a little switch in his hip, or like, oh no, because we're like like this listener is saying like we are we also reinforce. The, the, the hypermasculinity, yeah. this hypermasculinity, this transphobia, because we're looking at things such a from a rigid lens as well, and sometimes that does not benefit us. Like it, it, it's not even sometimes it doesn't benefit us because we also are not allowing ourselves to get the full the fullness of pleasure that we can get because of or we can give to a partner because of these rigid things. So like if we did have a partner who was like, Oh, can you like touch my butt during sex? I know so many women. And even when the tank thing came out, fellow Instagram folks who were just like, Oh no, I don't know what that is, bruh. Like, nah, like I want my man straight, straight. I want my man straight, straight. Just nah. Like I don't want you doing nothing else, but putting the dick at me. And it's like, right. But Really? You don't want your man to like a little neck kick? Hold on, hold on, but this is the thing. This is the thing, once again. <laughs> okay. We all gonna die from high blood pressure. Just feel what you feel and like what you like. He respects you as a person. We're not even saying as a woman, as your as a person he respects you. Mm-hmm. Then he respects you as a woman. Then he respects you as as his as his mate. He's there emotionally. He's there whatever way you need. Right. And you're going to throw it all away because he sucked dick twice <laughs> in college. And then you're going to talk to Tyrone, who was like the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate manly, manly man who doesn't tell you anything. You and no you're going to stay in this bum ass relationship only to find out that he's fucking dudes too. He's just not telling you. Like, just literally, like, open up your eyes. And this is not for women. This is for men, too. Like, we have so many constraints. And we're not even talking about sexual. She got to be 5'5". He got to be 6'2". He got to be this. She got to be that. He got to be... Let's find someone who likes you first. (laughs) 
and then let's literally let's literally work Not out the rest. Find somebody who likes you. No, that generally <laughs> likes to be around you. Let's find someone who likes to be around you first, and not just at night at two o'clock in the morning. Like someone who likes to be around you at like ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, and then we can build from there, I and think, like get yeah. rid of these stupid labels and get rid of these it's like the labels. It's the but we reinforce we reinforce yes. these things, right? So it's there's been so many times where I've seen women and the thing is it's like this is all a cycle right like this comes from how we were raised so this is not to just like put targets on people about and without any context we know this is layered it's rooted in so much shit like we get it but right now like the reason why we're talking about it and the reason why it's even worth a conversation is because when you know better you do better and then you elevate from there and you try and do just because it was enforced as a child doesn't make it does right does not mean that we can't grow from it and change and so just so many times where i've been out and i've seen women with their sons like literally just like shoving them in the chest being like i saw i saw a boy literally a few weeks ago at the h&m like he tried he like picked up something pink mm-hmm. and his mother went ballistic like put that shit down right now like grabbed him up by the chest and it was like, are you kidding? You're indoctrinating me? him in in hyper masculinity. Exactly. And, and then when he turns around and he's mad, like can't express his emotions, and then I wonder what happened himself. to him. I already right. showed him love. Like, yeah, can't but those himself. those little episodes is what he remembers. He doesn't remember you always giving him a piece of candy. Right. He remembers the time you yelled at him for him just wanting to be a kid, or just like touching a doll. And I and, and I know for you know my own family members, I tried to like sign a family member up for like boys dance class like boys only dance class and it was like nah we straight (laughs) nah nah we don't want none of that but then it's always funny because nobody ever wants to identify they always say like we don't want none of that stuff around you know that stuff around them and it's like y'all I don't know what makes you think make gay people (laughs) yeah but like going to a dance class does not make him gay cause you know what he's gonna realize that little boy Either I like it or I don't, and they'll be like, "No, I don't like it." But and that's the thing we talk so much about, like how we're sexualizing our kids. You're the one sexualizing everything because you're trying to put a label on. Oh, if they like this, or if they pick up this doll, or if we do X, Y, and Z, then it makes them all of these different things. When you could just let people be and let them find themselves (laughs) and let them explore and then decide upon. Like whatever, use it's just useless. Yeah, because they're gonna do what they're gonna do at the end of the day. And so I think overall, for me, it's like we need to be able to let our guards down. What are we? What are we afraid of? And I think, and who knows? Even in the '90s, when all this DL stuff was happening, if that was just sensationalized, because what's her face was selling the book. Yes, Toni Morris from um, not Toni. You said Uh, Toni Morris. Not, one of them. Not Tony. <laughs> one of them. Not the ancestor. Not Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, what's a black author famous? Tony. Got it. It's not Maya. Ah. Oh. I'm doing a blank. <laughs> oh, girl who wrote how Stella got her group. Yes. Uh, Terry Stella, McMillan, Tell- yeah, Terry McMillan. Yeah. So I don't know if it was actually a thing. 
Or if it would, like, I don't know, because again, like, yeah. I wasn't in the No, you're right, because right after that book, like, that's when, like, every movie was like, yeah, you know these brothers on the download. You know these brothers on the download. And I was like, wait, what brothers on the download? Every dude is out here as a thug, like, yeah. And the thugs, the thugs and, are the ones, though, I, I do Yeah, you have to, yeah, yeah. You the have ones to, who are, and the thing is, no matter, man or woman, if you riding hard for being homophobic, I'm looking at you sideways because yeah. I feel, I know it's not even I feel. There's a good those chance. are the people yes. who are most likely doing something on the quote down low who got some shit with them because they can't fully be themselves yeah. or feel like they can embrace themselves fully. So I know we're about to segue, but yeah. just I had a conversation with someone this weekend and they were we were talking about just Baltimore and they were like yeah you know my son uh you know it's, it's just so hard out here you know I gotta raise my son to be tough out here and I was like but why <laughs> and she was like I was like but 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 why? this is the thing will your kid sell drugs <laughs> and she was like no I go so then why are you raising him to be tough in the event that he's going to sell drugs or going to be a gangster. Well, you know, he got to... How about this? You don't hang out with those badass kids in the neighborhood if they're going to be badass. There's ways that you can stop things from going on without trying to, like, in, indoctrinate your child into being this ultra-tough, you don't cry, you don't do this, you don't do that. No, son, it's okay to cry if, you have, if you're feeling emotional about something. Yeah, we like have, it's fine. Yeah, we have layers, and again, this is not a conversation targeted at women at all. Oh no! But this is definitely a conversation. But this shot, turn, <laughs> get roasted. But this, but I think this is a conversation because I feel like we've both been, we've all and both have been affected by negative messaging as far as like, as far as like who we should be, the kind of women we need to be, the coddling of men, like. There's just so many layers here, but I do think that overwhelmingly we when these kinds of conversations come up to cite tank originally, it is a it is instant, it is swift, it is instant. Ritual, yeah. There's when when I typed in tank tank gay, there were articles about like fans are canceling tank because of blah blah blah. And it's like Can- canceling. Cancel canceling. Like, are you like so it's just like Whenever, if if the thing is, is that if Beyonce came out and oh said God. like I was, I had a a woman lover. People be trying to get in a time back time <laughs> machine so they can go back and be like me too. <laughs> but I think that we'd be like what? Like we'd be shocked, but we wouldn't be like yuck, Beyonce. What the f man? Yeah. He's out here like Counseling doing you. Stuff. You were touching other people's titties. Like we're not going to do that. But like, like let a man <laughs> even imply or try to explain like sexual acts do not equate to your sexual orientation. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's knockout, draw out, not just, just, just take it off. Like, and we have to change that. Like Big we time. are not, there's no, there's no place. But there's also just no freedom in not having sex, having the full spectrum of sexual pleasure allowed to you and being closed off from that. And so, yeah, I think, yeah, like I was saying earlier, as women, we we can't keep perpetuating the homophobia, especially in our bedrooms, because none of what happens is anyone's business. If your man likes to get his 
chest licked. Like, he like just... He like Lick his chest. There's nipples involved. There are nerve endings. This has nothing to do with, I wish a man was doing this, or this is the kind of stuff that men do to each other. Like, that shit's weird, and it, I don't understand why people automatically do that. Like, you talk about butt stuff, and all of a sudden it's like, nigga, you gay. But if he did the butt stuff to you, like, it's just. Meanwhile, Tyreka the Freaka around the corner <laughs> is licking his chest and you can't keep him at home. There's no excuse for him to cheat. But <laughs> this is where these. But I'm just saying this is where, like, there's no excuse for that man to cheat. Yeah. no. But he should just leave. No. He should leave. This but this is where things like that lead. conversation yeah. about needs and wants. And also lick that man's chest. <laughs> Eat her butt like or try it once. That's the thing. Try it once. If someone really wants to do something in the relationship, as long as it doesn't, it like to me, as long as it doesn't evolve, like you know, like uh, bodily fluids or blood, <laughs> try it once. Why you? Why you? Why are you putting the cut off right there, parents? Because you're not cutting me. Why you? <laughs> like, oh, I want to see you what bleed. If, ah! What if I want to have the golden shower though? Like, I'm oh, saying. I'll pee on you. It's fine. <laughs> pee on me. It's fine. I'll try it once. We gotta be in the shower though. You're not messing up my sheets, <laughs> like. Uh- had my bed smelling like a cat. <laughs> I'm through with you. But yes, I think we can all benefit when we kind of, you know, put the walls down a little bit, understand where these feelings are coming from. And also, yeah, is it sensationalized? Where does this where does this come from? And I know that, you know, whenever I talk about this in like amongst my like public health circles, it's like, well, look at the rates of HIV amongst black women. It's like yeah, but who told you? See, when I look at those rates, Condoms. and when we <laughs> when we dig deeper, when we dig deeper, actually, what we're seeing is an overabundance of people who are having sex within their social circles. Yeah. So, like, if we live in this neighborhood and we're rotating men, and these men are having sex with the same women all around the same neighborhood, if we're gonna minimize it to that, oh, that is true. Yeah. Then I'm passing and I'm spreading. HIV potentially other STDs along which yes would put us at a higher risk and and just if we're trying if I'm going to get nerdy with it if we're looking at epidemiology and we're looking at that data take that <laughs> and we dig deep and basically we're looking at we're really looking at black people are we do have sex within our social groups we do like we actually do. It is less likely that we are like picking up and we're all traveling to Mexico, Singapore, Paris, <laughs> and damn South Dakota to go live. No, we typically like stay within the social groups. We meet people within our social group. We date in our social group. We marry within our social groups. And it's a pretty tight knit community. So we also have sex and diseases are spread through that as well i don't but i don't see it as like we have an overabundance of black men who are like nah you got you use that yay and then they came in and spread it on to us we also have you got one ray ray yeah. in one community with and, six girls yeah and so it's not studies, abundance it's and there's just been one studies that have shown that like and i mean you know there is controversy in that too but like the overabundance of over incarceration in our communities, which are leading men to go to jail and they're engaging in intravenous drug use, <coughs> um, sharing sex. needles, they might be having sex, and then coming back into their communities 
close-knit communities again and having sex within those social circles, which again, that's that's a study I read a few years ago. So there are all these different theories, but then to just but to just put it on like we Gay have black these, men. Dialogue, these dialogue black men who can't be themselves, which is which is true. A lot of black yeah, we trash for we ain't that trash be, like, cannot be themselves. So it's like you you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You can't tell. You can't like. We have so I'm, many issues. You know what? To be honest, I'm so happy that it's like, it seems like in this conversation, black women are kind of taking the onus. Like, <laughs> I feel like the ball's in both of our courts, but like whenever you hear about STDs, it's always, y'all out here just having sex with anybody. And I'm always we like, it. okay, but how it. about this? We busting it. How about we try to wear condoms too? <laughs> we busting it. So, I don't know. Like, I understand. Like, it doesn't make you a hoe if you have condoms at your house as a woman. And it doesn't make you a snood if you want to put on one as a guy. If you carry them and she gets offended, just let her know that, like, (laughs) I just want to wear a condom. Like, there's nothing against you. I do this with everybody. Uh, You're my third this week. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that. Like, but. but I don't know. But I like that's it's that's I don't know that that what you just said is like pretty loaded. Like it's communal, but at the same time, like you can also wear like a condom, and that can cut down on some of it. It can't cut down on everything. Uh, it's ninety nine point nine percent or six percent effective, but whatever. <laughs> you just. You yeah. just wanted to be a nerd too, so you were just going to go. No, ahead just and like wear a condom too, like you, like you all this like. But you're like, oh no, the community, like just not wear a condom. Like if you out here. And this is not like a sex partner and you guys aren't like just you two and no one's on birth control and you don't want to have a kid. Be your best interest to probably wear a condom so you don't get an STD or unwanted baby. Ooh, that's such, that is like for a whole different show. Don't that's just started. like, that's elementary. It's a, like, whole it's a whole different show. It's a whole different out at show free. as to why folks don't use condoms. But we shall. I, oh, I know why. We but shall go, get there. Yeah. But Let's talk about this orgasm. Orgasm. Later, let's get into the. After we done rambled our way through the first section, um, all right, orgasms part two. Yes. So, where do you want to start? You want to start with your question that you post on social media today? I felt like, you know, I loved your question, but I also felt like it was part shade. You were trying to show me that dudes hold on what was the question that you put do you want to start with that or do you want to start with our reasons why people aren't having orgasms oh yeah so we start on like yeah the reasons why people listeners aren't? question yeah okay so i have with your question? yes all right go for it so i um i heard from uh someone that is really close with vanessa I don't know if I should say her name. No. Uh, no. I'm not going to say anyone's name. I was just joking. What's up with you? Like, what's up, Jane? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, she said, oh, um, guys don't want to include sex toys. Ask most girls how they get off. It's that. And then she continued to say. Wait, did you post? What was the question that you posted? The question was, if uh, does anyone have any insight or questions on why there's an orgasm gap between men and women. Uh, let us know and we'll discuss it. So this is this is just a continuation of what we were talking about, just to see what other people's insights were. And then she said, do you have, do lesbians have a large orgasm gap? No, because they aren't afraid of a toy. 
or the clit. And I was like, oh, shots fired. Like, Boom. Jesus. Boom. Um, <laughs> another person said, um, a lot of times women are scared to say something out of judgment of being called too nasty. Um, uh. Which I was like, oh, that's. And then another person said, I think there's a gap because most women aren't confident in themselves. Uh, which, and then she continues on. Which stops them from coming. A lot of a lot of when oh a lot of women don't masturbate, so they don't know what they like, which makes it difficult to tell a guy what they like. Okay, okay. Um, And then I actually saw on Instagram randomly, I mean on Twitter Mm -hmm. once again another testimony. This is from a black queen, (laughs) and she's in her twenties, mid twenties, and said. I just bought my first vibrator. I am so confused. Oh. And I was just like, Vanessa, words are coming back to life again in real life. You can't be lying to you. I know what the hell I'm talking about. I know what the hell I be talking about. Because I've been beaten off since, like, I can remember. So, like, it's hard for me, like, the right. It's acceptable for you to beat off the what team? No, it wasn't. No, but I'm I'm just talking about in general. Right. Think about all the team oh, movies but what's name that was, we've had. She, she was doing herself into where uh, the um, the foreign exchange student. That was the video when she was. See, but I'm not just talking about American Pie. I'm just saying socially. I oh, feel yes. like in movies, mostly commercials, it's always like, dude grabs lotion, or boy grabs lotion, or boy is going through puberty and spending a lot of time in the bathroom. There's never been that for a girl. Like, you walk into a room and she has, like, all the stuffed animals squeezed between her legs. Like, not never, <laughs> ever. <laughs> or she's just rubbing up on the pillow. Like, that just never happens. So I do think it's just more socially responsible for y'all to, like, I mean, not responsible. Socially acceptable. For us to do For that. y'all yes. to at least be expected to. Yes. Like, people probably don't true. want y'all to, but, like, everyone's like, ah, oh, of course, he's, he's in there being his mate. When the socks come up stiff. See, see, <laughs> see, and then oh no, one other person. Oh yeah, so one other person said, um, "Blah blah blah." No, I'm just joking. I'm having an orgasm. I was having this conversation yesterday. Actually, straight men can be very selfish lovers. They don't keep going past their individual arrival. They also undervalue the preparation a woman needs to arrive. Mm. And I said, "Let's talk about it, Queen." <laughs> Shut up, Bear. Us men are trash. A well, cis heterosexual men well, have work to do. Well. So. Well. What were your readers saying? So, I asked, why do y'all think uh, the women's ain't having orgasms? The women's. Um, so there, there are, you know, some fun, fun gifts. I love, I, you know, I, I love, I love a good gif gif. Uh, love, love my audience. Um. We have folks who said not enough foreplay. Oh, also, most men either don't know where the clit is or treat like a damn lottery scratch off. Okay. Because uh, many women don't know their bodies and many men don't give a fuck about pleasuring women. Got straight to the chase. Uh, Facts. Lack of creativity. Willingness to hear a partner's needs. Constructive criticism for 300, Alex. Thanks, Brian. Uh, and self-efficacy. The clitoris is entirely too robust and expansive for this to still be an issue. Okay, somebody, we got emotions. 
on my comments. Um, someone else said mental and spiritual could disconnect from their partner. Um, I so One person says, I have a hard time getting to the O with a partner. By myself, I'm Gucci. I think it's all... It's all the pressure of having to coach someone on what to do, concentrating instead of enjoying, because getting there can be a little complex and you have to teach the other person. Sometimes I just give up and handle it myself. Oh, God, I felt that one in my gut. <laughs> and I hate that shit. Um, I don't, somebody else said, I don't know. I'll be having them with or without partner. <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't know about you. I'm over here getting it. <laughs> Y'all sound sad over here in these comment sections. <laughs> But I'll be getting it. Somebody else says lack of personal knowledge, stigmatized about saving themselves. That's a good one. If mm-hmm. you have a mental block around like your body, like uh, body counts and shit, you don't even think about. You are like se- I, this uh, is not technically it. sex if I don't have an orgasm. Yeah. Um, and then somebody then <laughs> reposted my meme. Oh, yeah. Where it has the guy stepping over, getting her in the mood, finding the clip, making her wet, and him finally putting his foot on, busting the nut. Um, listen, I bring y'all content. I just share. I just share. I'm just, I'm just a vehicle. I'm so just those, a vehicle. so those are uh, the customer customers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Those I know. Those are um, viewers or listeners' in, insights uh, on why there is, or some uh, ex- explanation of why there is a uh, huge gap between the orgasms of men and women. So, based off of that, mm-hmm. um, which ones stick out to you? <laughs> so, the ones that stick out uh, were. You know, obviously the ones where it's just saying like men have to be more uh, aware of women and their bodies yeah. and, you know, understanding. And um, but once again, it comes back to the I don't feel like coaching. And it's just like, well, you know, you have to sacrifice something to get something. So, like, I know I know the burden falls on the woman uh, more because for the guy, it doesn't take that much coaching um yeah yeah so um so yeah i i i hear you loud and clear but i think there's some truth behind um women not knowing what they want as well it's impossible for someone to please you when you don't know how you like to be pleased yourself and I'll give you that one. the more and more I start to see that women are just learning how to masturbate is I'm sorry, like call me naive. It's blowing my mind. I thought everybody masturbated. No. What are you doing when you're when your spouse leaves the house? You <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the one thing you do. No, I'm saying like on the weekend, like let's say you don't have anything to do. We're watching Netflix! And you don't chill? <laughs> You don't chill with yourself. I'm, I'm so, not saying every time, I'm but like so you don't like so in tune with yourself. Tell me, oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Yo. Wait. So you mean to tell me? Oh boy. If your oh significant God. other leaves the house, not one time were you just like, "All right, cool. Let me go ahead and just <laughs> get one off real fast." Is it because you're actually a horny? I'm by myself. Which one is it, Paris? Because I don't know. It could be a combination of both. It don't sound like you making the distinction. Right? Nah, it's a combination of both. Sometimes you be like, uh, 
So I think that, so I think like we were saying earlier, the, it's, it's expected, like it's expected. It's known that y'all do it. It's not a big deal when y'all do it. I have people that I know who are moms who are like, oh my God, or even the parent classes I do where people are like, oh my gosh, I saw, I saw my, uh, I saw my daughter put her, shove her hand in her diaper. So we're talking about babies too right she's like a kid yeah no people literally have she's a little harlot <laughs> Yo, literally, like, i've had to coach people at tables to be like okay so she's- you have a child who's exploring their body it's not sexual because your two-year-old is not watching porn while they have their hands shoved in their diaper this is developmentally appropriate I need you to breathe. But this is literally mother's reactions to their daughters, right? Yes. So, and then I've had moms also be like, oh, but my son, like, eh. He just it's, flickers his wiener all the time. Oh, my God. He just takes off his diaper and just be swinging that dick around. Like, so we even start off by then, just even the swatting of the hand, which I always tell parents, do not swat your child's hand away from their own bodies because you are teaching them that they're doing something wrong, right? So imagine like you are dealt with that, right? As a young child. And then you just, then you don't learn anything about your body. Nobody draws vaginas on lockers. So we don't know what the shit looks like. Nobody ever told us to look at it because if you look at it or have somebody else look at it, you are like, it's just like layer, 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 layer message. And for me, it's so funny. You're like, you're fascinated because I don't think... Yeah, I don't think I thought about it, but I didn't even start masturbating until fairly recent. Like, I'll say in the last, like, six years See, that's why. Because if you were, like, a 10-year pro or more, as soon as your significant other's out the house, you'd be like... (laughs) Okay, okay, we gotta work on it, bro. We gotta... It's not every time, but, like... we gotta work on you, man. Is it because you want... Okay, no. You haven't broken that down yet. Listen. I think for me... When my significant other was out of town, at night, that one... Man, I had a good time. I'm just just letting you know. Sometimes you just gotta, like... Sometimes you just gotta please yourself. I'm not saying every time she walks out the house, I'm like, oh, yeah. But, like, every every once in a while, and I've talked... I'm gonna beat my dick. I'm gonna beat my dick. I'm gonna get it off. And she may kill me for saying this, but every once in a while when I leave the house, she'll be like... All right, cool. I got time to myself. It's time to yourself. Like, you have your own time. But you see how normalized, like, your brain is like, this is normal. I think for me, it's like I felt, of course, like everyone feels that heartbeat down there as they're going, you know, as the hormones and, you know, you're exploring your body younger. But, like, what got me from even doing it younger was that I went to Catholic school and Catholic school always oh said, God. do not spill yes. that seed. Don't waste that seed. You know, do they explicitly said masturbating was wrong. So it's like literally any time that I would even like start pulling my hands down there, it'd be like, ah, oh, no, this is wrong. And God's watching oh, me. So you little Catholic girls were like just oh, no, horny little. That's why whenever we talk about high school, I'm just like, Absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. You will not have... So when you went and met a guy, it was game, set, match. Like, it was like... (laughs) 
<laughs> Everything the church has taught me oh is a lie. God. It was terrible. <laughs> is so Jesus like, real? For me, it literally was just like, just messages, just like messing with my brain. And then it literally took a ton of, uh, into my adult years for me to be like, this is not wrong. This is my body. If I can't touch my body, who can't, like, just literally coaching and walking myself through that because like I just it was always just seen as wrong and it's like no you let your partner do that no the only but then it also like of course I have the language for it now and the language that I have for it now it's like damn we're really setting the precedent that like we should let other people touch our bodies but it's Not terrible yeah. for you to touch your own temple and your own body and explore it and see all the wonderful things about it or it, and I feel like that even just like goes into other things like complimenting ourselves and seeing ourselves as wonderful like we expect other people to do those things but when a woman starts being like damn this ass fat and blah 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 all the megan songs people that have a problem with it is because we don't want women to appreciate themselves and we rather you put yourself down so that somebody else could be like hey young queen don't feel that way so i think that I know for me, I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me, like one, it was just never discussed. And then like, of course, I learned about it at school and school said, don't do it. And that just carried me through literally like for a really long ass time. So I really had to, had to, had to, had to undo. Like even the other day, um, somebody following social media was like, I think they're 32 years old. They just, they're like, I just bought my first vibrator. Like, it's just, I feel like it's just so not um, accepted for women. And just imagine. Which is why I think, that's why it's blowing your mind. Like, but yeah, that's for me. And and also just imagine like at the end of the day when you haven't touched your body and you haven't discovered it. um, So, but you've had partners. Yes. Partners, partners, people partners, touch it. partners. People touch it for you. And look at it. Then, like maybe eight years into sex, that one partner hits the jackpot with you, and then like you're like, that's how dickmatized probably comes around. <laughs> Literally, like I was sitting there thinking, I was like, this is how some women maybe they get dickmatized, quote unquote. Like every guy was just having sex just to have it. Mm. And then one guy maybe kind of cared. guy was just like using your body to jack off. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, just like, ah, I'm going to get mine and I'm out. Right. And then you had one guy who kind of cared. And you're just like, oh my God, this is the only person that can do it. And you're like, no, well, there's two people. <laughs> Him. <he> that guy. <laughs> and you. So you don't have yeah. to put up with that person's shit. Because you can of, just... It's years of undo. I'll say for me, it's just like, like if I can see it like a pile of blankets, it's just like literally peeling them back, peeling back the shame, peeling back like, no, this is perfectly fine. Like I've like the thing about me though, it's like, although I didn't masturbate, I knew, I knew to, I knew about assertive communication. Yeah. So I knew to be like, nah, fam, like that shit ain't working <laughs> for me. Or like, ow. I said, ow, fingers, like, what the hell? You know, that kind of thing. And so I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I've been just like, I've never been in a situation where I've just been like, been there to just gratify the other person or just like, oh, I'm just going to let this person do what they want and give them a pat on the back because no, you don't deserve a pat on the back. 
we need to have a conversation about this because if we're having sex or having this interaction for the same reasons, which is making sure both of us feel good, that I need to tell you that I'm not feeling good and we need to talk about it. And so I think that leading to the, I guess, the other piece that I don't think I don't think either our people brought up is I just don't feel like we have the language to communicate assertively to say when something's wrong. And like we've talked about on the show many, many, many times, like why women don't speak up on like a lot of things. But I think for this, it's that I think whenever I tell women like, oh, you need to like speak up or like being silent is not going to, you know, do you any favors and star this is a side note. Me and Paris are talking about you are with a non-abusive person who yeah, yeah, yeah. is like not tripping. And like, we're just talking about like the person you love and they're just like, not like you don't know how to communicate with a person you really like. And you don't know. We're not talking. We understand abusive situations have a whole different set of everything. Like, no, you're not speaking up out of your safety. We're not talking about those situations. We're talking about healthy interactions where there's no violence involved, but I feel that women, we are just aren't given the tools. We aren't given the tools to speak up when things make us uncomfortable because we're taught to, that we're either bitches or we need to be nice to people. Yeah. And so I think that translate in the bedroom, we are like, I don't want them to think I'm mean, so I'm not going to say anything. But when dudes are not getting what they want, they ain't got no problem shoving your head or being like, hey, can you... Can you can you use a little less teeth? Thanks. Like I feel like dudes don't have a problem with speaking okay, up. Okay, but why do I gotta coach you through that? By the way, <laughs> if you feel your teeth touching my penis, you should probably like not. Maybe you like it. Maybe you like some texture. Nah, not. Maybe never. you like some texture. Not never. not never. Ooh, you know what? I think I'm gonna start coaching on that. Yeah, Ooh, texture. No, don't do that. Ah, Jesus. I'm like touching my first two teeth, y'all. I mean, uh, and it's like going down the shaft. Boy, what? a little texture. Mm-mm. I didn't say put it on there. It's just like a nope. little a little ping, ping. Nope. But yeah, I don't feel like we've ever, for a lot of us, we've learned assertive communication skills. So we either learn to be aggressive or we learn to be super passive and not say anything. Like there's never a middle where you are speaking up for yourself and just saying it and that's the thing and i'll i'm gonna i know i'm gonna do a class on this but when we're talking about speaking up it doesn't have to be like hey nigga you ain't just trash yeah take this dick out of here you could just simply <laughs> you could simply say like hey babe same right? <laughs> like you literally just be like hey babe i love everything that we're doing right now like do you mind angling your hips to the left or something or like some people still don't feel comfortable using words, so like use your leg, use, your, use body your body, yeah, to angle this person and hold them there to show them what? what you like. Eventually, be like, oh, I think she wants it right there <laughs> because she keeps moving me in okay. that direction. Right. So wait, all right, okay, so right, me, uh, or like yeah, you take the person's <laughs> hand and put it where you want that hand to be, or you know, you shift your body, or you know, whatever. I know back. Back in the day, I had a move called the alarm clock. So, uh, there you go. Somebody got some Paris' region. So, the alarm clock, right? If he wasn't right at, you know, if he's giving you head and he's not right where you needed him to be, you act like you turn, like you trying to, like, turn the radio on or, like, trying to, you do the stretch. 
You need to stretch <laughs> to, to get them in the angle. Hey, I, the don't, place. Don't, don't move, don't move. <laughs> like, to get them in the <laughs> angle that it needs to be. But like assertive communication essentially means that like I'm using I statements to express to you what I need yeah. out of the situation. So like, hey, I'm loving what you're doing. However, like I need some more pressure. I need you to go faster. And sometimes we don't need, to, if you're in the throes of pleasure, you don't need to have this fully constructed it's sentence. Stop. You can yeah. just literally faster, be like, faster, 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 just faster. Oh, put it there, put it Right, like just say what you need. And the thing is, if this person cares about your pleasure, they don't care that you're telling them what to Especially do to if you're bring getting you them pleasure. There. Like if you're sitting there, I'm like, oh, I'm getting in there, I'm getting in there. Yeah. And she goes like, oh, now take your finger and put up my butt. I'm not going to be like, whoa, <laughs> what? I was in my groove. You're going to interrupt it? It's going to be like, oh. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Like, it's it's simple. That's like, the thing. Like, I feel like we get wrapped up because of what we think the oh, other person's going to say and think. Yeah. It's simple once you guys have that communication. I don't yeah, want to say it's sim- simple because yeah. that's very, like, cavalier. It's not simple. Um, you have to get to that conversation and be comfortable with having to have that conversation. Because, um, obviously, people aren't having it, which is why we're having this discussion. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I think that whenever I tell people, like, when it comes to having, like, a serious conversation with their partner, um, you know, not doing it. Yeah, and especially if it's, like, I need to really have a conversation with you because this sex sucks. Yeah. Like, yes, maybe in the moment. Like, and here's the other thing. Men need to also, before I go there, men need to also pay attention to, like, nonverbal cues. Like, if I'm just sitting there my face is just, like, if you don't get this rusty ass dick off of me like this is not the time to keep going this is the time to stop and be like or slow down and be like hey are you barbaric men are people having sex like if i sense that you're not not into it direct eye contact with you because there are plenty oh i thought you said me i was gonna say no 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 plenty of men who don't give a damn no if i'm having sex with a a girl and her face is just like (laughs) i'm like you know what let's stop that's, <laughs> mm, what's going on but that's the thing I feel like, like there are so many men who aren't like hey are you okay or like they just try to look away like that, they ain't looking like right or does that hurt uh, or like you look like you're in pain even if you're dead ass wrong and like this person is just like I'm tired I'm sleepy I still want to do this but whatever men don't do no check-ins and I feel like people don't do check-ins because they feel like it's going to like ruin the moment or whatever however you got to pay attention to the person's verbal and non-verbal cues to ensure like, okay, like, let me see what's happening yeah. here. But oftentimes, yeah, if it's like this sex sucks, I need to have a conversation with you. Like, I always like to tell people like, do it with your clothes on, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like do it with your clothes on. Don't do it in the moment. If you're not prepared or you feel like you have the language. You know, set a nice little time up to have like some lunch or something and do a sandwich compliment. Like, listen, like I love and when I say sandwich compliments, you do the positive, negative, positive. So like I love when you break bills. Right. Like I love when you touch my titties. However, you don't pay attention to me when I'm telling you like I need you to do blah. I really need blah, babe. If you really want me to get there and I want to get there for you, see how I'm putting that little sprinkle on top? A little sprinkle? Okay. That's what I've been thinking sprinkle? the whole time. A little Eating sprinkle? this sandwich like, sandwich a little stale. Hey, we'll put a little <laughs> sprinkle on there for you. Babe, if you want me to get there for you, 
I'm going to need you to do blah, 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 because this would really help me. And it makes me feel really good when I get blah, 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 then finish up with a compliment. So, yeah, I think we just put a lot of pressure on ourselves as far as like, am I still being seen as nice? If somebody is disrespecting your body by not giving it the pleasure that it deserves, that is disrespectful and I don't need to be nice about it anymore. Or you can choose to be nice and still speak up yeah. and just say yeah. it doesn't have to be a mean I'm tr- trashing you, you trash. but also the partner has to be willing to be coachable and yes. I've heard so many partners who are not coachable these men out here are just like what do you mean LaShawn liked it it's like, nah, it's a I whole don't woman. care about her it's a whole coaching. different vagina I don't care but, but that's the thing dudes be doing the same stuff that they've been doing since they were 15 like bro I need you to <laughs> pick it up <laughs> Pick it up, learn some new technique, or ask somebody what they like. Like, I need you. 100% of the time works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, gotcha. Been doing this move since I was in seventh grade, man. <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, yeah, that's fine. If any mine. fellas listening, just pull up with a girl and ask her what she would like. How do you like it? Ooh, I love I love a good... You're going to get her to drop them panties right See, there. See, here's the thing. I freaking love a good instructional session like and and what i mean by that y'all take note we're in the bedroom Mm -hmm. we quiet we doing our thing and then you tell a person i'm gonna show you what i like or you ask them show me what you like so you put their hands on your body or shoulders or head or whatever and you let them show you or instruct you because then you could you get like cues on like pressure or how fast or how slow and it shows like okay like it's all about me tonight or whatever so that's that's what i like that's what i like to do i think that's a it's a good tip if i say (laughs) so myself so before we wrap up really fast i had one more question i asked and this one was uh oh lord it's hope for the future for my generation is it it is I asked fellas. Oh yeah, you want to roll on social media today? Your girl using a sex toy during during sex, and I thought I was. What were the responses? Of course not. If you're truly concerned about the pleasure of your partner and they like something, not using it is uh, not using it is. Not using it is selfish. But like I was trying to make the distinction. Not using it is selfish. Yes. So like basically he's saying yes to do it. If you don't use it, that's being selfish. Another person just said nah. Like nah, you gotta use it. My homeboy said nope. And then I said, uh, and then another person said I encourage it. Another person said nope. Another person said not at all. Let's work for me. (laughs) (laughs) And the same person was like, nah, I'm lazy. But if, because I was like, all of us are progressive men. And he was like, or I'm lazy. But if saying I'm progressive gets me late more, then yeah, I'm that. And then the other guys I were like, uh, I don't care. It'd be lit. Um, no foul. Absolutely not. And then this woman who was a family member of mine said, why aren't older guys, OGs, okay with this? Because there was an older gentleman who said, mm. no, he is not okay with using a toy uh, during sex because he said stimulation of the mind and body are the factors in the orgasm. So he's saying, I got this, sis. 
we not using no toy. Simulation and then somebody else said. Meanwhile, she's sitting there like, walk out, he walked out, he walked out, he's in the car. <sighs> Boom! Plug it in, uh, plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it was very interesting. I thought I was going to get a lot of people saying, um, uh, no, I'm not down with that. But it seems like a lot of people are. Um, some person tried to put me onto game like, "Hey man, gotta get the cock ring with the vibrator on there." Okay, and sir. I was like, "Got okay. it, got it." <laughs> We've been had that, sir. Thank you though. I appreciate the lecture. Um, huh. No, but like a lot of people, in there, most of the people were around my age said they're not opposed to women using a sex toy in a bedroom so okay. i think there's a hope for there's us hope. Uh, millennials maybe it was the generation uh the, the older generations that were against it um because i or maybe like, you just had a whole bunch of secure ass men on your i was thinking that too shit. but like they're not though like if, i know these guys <laughs> like i know these guys i know some of them ain't shit in a good way like no, they, they like me, they give me some hope i'm glad yeah. they're like me like if you met me like outside of like this so you'd be like you ain't shit in a good way. Like, they're that type. Boop. So, yeah. In a good way. And with that... Yes. Good night. <laughs> and with that orgasm, good night. Go get yourself one. Yes. If, you're, if your significant other is out the house, or... I'm gonna beat my... I'm gonna beat my dick. I'm gonna get it up. Or you're gonna flicker that flackle. Or... No. No, or, it doesn't even sound cool. Okay. Or if your spouse is around and they down for it. Hey. Okay. Okay, Do somebody. It. And with that, we are saying good night. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>